Hey everyone, thanks for joining us again with Goody and Johnny Mo with the Movies. We're doing episode 32 right now, and we are going to be presenting, or reviewing, Birds, Birds of Prey, The Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. The Fantabulous Emancipation fantabulous. of One Harley Quinn. I knew I was going to screw that up. That's such a long, long title. Yep. Um, it should have just been with Harley Quinn and Birds of Prey, or something like that. I think they should have changed the title a little or bit. Or just Birds of Prey. Yeah. But you know what? I'm okay with that. Uh, it's a fun. It's a fun name. Before we get to the review, we are going to be doing our traditional drink of the night, and I am still drinking uh, my Bell's uh, Imperial Russian Imperial, Russian Imperial Stout, Stout Expedition Stout. And I grabbed another uh, Sam Adams Cold Snap for this review, back to back. And my shirt Cheers. is still white, still clean for now. Before we jump ahead, we just want to say right off the bat, this is going to be spoilers. So. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, don't watch this unless you want to spoil it for yourself and go right ahead. Uh, go watch the film, come back, see what we thought. Now, we wound up seeing Birds of Prey opening weekend, which was at least two weeks ago. I think it was might have even been three. three. Yeah, we're yeah, yeah, so a little behind. A little behind. Hopefully, we can remember everything. Um, but I would imagine it's still out in theaters. It's, you know, yes. it's got to still be out in theaters. Yep. But um, so this is the most recent movie in the in the in the DC universe, um, and does it take place in like same universe as Justice League continuity? I had read that this is like an alternate Earth, but I don't know. It's too many things lined up with Suicide Squad that I can't see that happening. Well, see, because Suicide Squad did fit, like they did did feel like it linked into. Yes. Those oh, it absolutely did. And this is Superman. definitely, yeah. This the is, beginning of Suicide Squad is like the death of Superman. Yeah. So, absolutely. So, this is definitely, I think, a continuation of Suicide Squad. Well, they definitely show, they, you know, they, so in this, again, spoilers, they, they don't show Jared Leto, but Joker is yeah. very heavily talked about in no this No Joker at all. And but there are flashbacks of when Harleen Quinzel becomes Harley Quinn, yeah. and they go back to Ace, the Ace Chemicals shot where she jumps into the vat of chemicals. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's that's there, and that almost looks like it was taken right from Suicide Squad. Uh, so to me, this is in continuity with what what's yeah. been done already. Now, in, in the Birds of Prey comic, are all of these characters in the Birds of Prey, including Harley Quinn, is Harley Quinn? I, I mean. I don't know. I think they. I honestly believe they put Harley Quinn in the movie because she was such a popular yeah, character. Yeah, that's exactly with what I was Suicide thinking. Squad. I think they're just you know after, you know the success of Suicide Squad and and how much how much people really liked uh, her her uh, Margot Robbie Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. And she is she is a fantastic Harley Quinn. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind that people are like okay we need to do a Harley Quinn movie. Yes. How are we going to do that? And then I, they must have said, well, you know what? I don't know if it's enough for her to carry it on her own. Let's put it with other people. And they said, well, let's just do Birds of Prey and yeah. do it that way. Marco Robbie did produce this film. So okay. I think that also gives a little insight, too, that uh, she, I think she pitched, she helped to pitch this, that she wanted uh, a Harley Quinn film and she wanted to bring in these other, uh, these female heroes mm -hmm. that really have not, been on the big screen. No, not at all. I mean, you know, Black Canary's been on uh, a version of her has been on the uh, the Arrow show for for a number of years. Uh, even Huntress that also has been on the Arrow show uh, a couple of times. Uh, Helena Bertinelli. 
Um, I don't think we've seen Renee Montoya. I don't know if Renee Montoya may have Montoya may have been in the Nolan Batman films. I think she was in one of those, mm -hmm. but uh, and I don't think I remember Cassandra Kane being in anything. Yeah. So, you know, so I mean, those are pretty much all the female characters that come together. Um, and the two main villains in this, you have Roman Sayanis, who is Black Mask, who I thought was actually uh, a great idea as a villain because you never see this guy, and he, you know, this guy's uh, he's, a, he's like a mobster, he's a gangster, mm -hmm. but like he, but he plays the unassuming role, you know, he's almost like that Lex Luthor type where you know in in the day he's this uh, you know strategic businessman, yeah. and then, you know, and then he turns into this. Uh, Criminal at Night. And that's played by Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor, yeah. uh, who by far is one of the best, best characters in this film. Yeah. He, his his acting in this is, I, I love him in this movie. I really do. Uh, liked him a lot. And the other character we have is Victor Zaz. Uh, they have a very interesting relationship in this film. Because so who's Victor Zaz? His henchman? Yeah, that's like the other. He's like number one, whatever. Yeah, he's the guy who had like the scars on. Yeah, yeah, okay. You know, so uh, he's he's been in Batman for a while. He was also in Nolan's Batman, uh, Batman Begins. Uh, Zaz was in that as well. Oh, okay. So he, this isn't his first uh, his first time on the big screen. Um, I mean, the gist of this film is basically Harley Quinn breaks up from Joker. So now Harley Quinn is kind of a target. Nobody would touch her when she was with the Joker. Right. It was a known thing. Right. And she did a lot of crazy stuff. And she did some crazy shit to some crazy people. And, and now is, people are like... Soon, now it's your turn. Now, now it's... Payback. Yeah, payback time. So basically, anything that anybody that she like wronged or like pissed yeah. off or did something bad to, now it's coming back to her. Which is a lot of people. They all live in that city. Yeah. <laughs> They're all local. And, and like that's part of like her narrative. So she has a lot of inner monologue in over the course of this film. Yeah. I mean, she's uh, for the most part, she's almost like really like the narrator of the film. Yeah, and it's kind of like this. This is her story. Yeah. You know, and she and she, and she does a lot of talking to the audience, which I which I which I think is good. Yeah. I um, mean, I think it kind of. Uh, I mean, not. I don't want to compare it to Deadpool. Oh yeah, no, no, not not, no, not nearly as much as that. Not not like not as much as that. But, but like a, it kind a of good, just, a good amount. It just threw it in there, but it was a good use of it. Yeah, no, I agree. It wasn't it wasn't overly used. And it, you know, basically, what ends up happening is uh, it's all about it's all about a heist. It's basically this uh, Cassandra Cain's this this pickpocket. She ends up stealing the wrong gem from the wrong person, mm -hmm. and. Uh, you know, Sionis gets a gets a you know he gets wind of it and is like, well, we gotta go get her, no kill her, get that gem back, and uh, and then Harley Quinn figures out who the girl is, and is like, I we I, like we can't I can't kill her, and then yeah. so then she starts getting like little by little she starts getting like this gang together like they all kind of just happen to mm -hmm. to get together pretty much because like, Harley Quinn is not evil, you know what I mean? She's She's probably more crazy than She's anything. right. And you end up, uh, you know, and then eventually she kind of befriends Black Canary. Because yeah. Black Canary is like the singer at Black Mask's uh, club. Yeah. Right? Um, and I actually thought she was really good. I, I, I liked her as uh, Black Canary. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure there's been, like, multiple iterations of Black Canary over the years. But to me, like, I think, like, the, like, and not for nothing, I think the original Black Canary. Like came out like in the forties, like 
the character's been around. Oh, the character for a long time. Stuff, yeah. You know, the character is Golden Age. Um, but um, to me, uh, you know, Black Canary, even though I don't know, I, I think in, even in the DC universe, she's not considered to be like one of the most powerful people. No, but she's but, she's incredibly, but, yeah. she has incredible martial arts skills. Yeah, she reminds me a lot of Black, of Black Widow. Yes. You know, Black Widow's not going to walk out of a room with the Hulk, but, you know, she's smart enough to never get into that room. You know yes. what I mean? Like, yeah, know? no, she's, you know? I think I think that's a great uh, actual analogy, is that Black Canary basically can kick the crap out of most average yeah. people. You know, she's a really, uh, really visually stunning-looking character. Yes. With, in terms of, like, she's beautiful. Um, I mean, her I mean, her costume is, like, you know, really, you know, I, you know it's really kind of sexy. Yeah. Um, you know, and, it, and I think, like, uh, you know some of the some of the the best artists that have drawn her in the past probably like you know Neil Adams's version of Black Canary yep. is really really on point and I think uh, Nick Cardi's as well you know so she's just like you know one of those like iconic looking characters that hangs out with like you know in, in the in the comic books like she's like member of the Justice League yeah, of America the top you know she's yeah. just, she's she's walking around with you know Superman and Batman and one you know so she's yep. walking around with with a with a, with a head with the heavy hitters. But uh, yeah, no. So I was like, I was very excited. She's like one of the few characters in Birds of Prey that I've known for a long time, you know. And and, and, and you know so, her by name. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas uh, I mean, Harlequin, I know, but you know, she, not for nothing, Harlequin's relatively recent, in my opinion. I mean, she was introduced in the '90s, but you know, she wasn't a household name in the '90s. No. You know. Um, but uh, Huntress, I'm not really that familiar with at all. Cassandra Kane. Never really heard of her at all. And then whoever Rosie Perez plays. Rosie Perez plays uh, Renee Montoya, who's a who's like literally a, a just cop a, detective. A cop. In, She's a human, total human being. Yeah, yeah. In uh, in Gotham. I think my biggest criticism of the film was I felt that Rosie Perez's character, aside from I think Rosie Perez being miscast, I think her character was a little unbelievable with what she was doing. Because I mean, I, Rosie, Perez, I don't know how old Rosie Perez is. But she's 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 getting up there. She's been around for a while, yeah. you know. And I and I don't see her as the best choice for um, one of for like you know a police woman who can pretty much hold her own apparently against almost anybody. Yeah, you know, you know. I I, I found her physical abilities to be unbelievable because she's not superhuman in any way. She's just a, a highly skilled cop, and. She goes toe to toe with Harlequin in hand to hand combat, and whereas like prior to that, you see Harlequin pretty much wade through Do some crazy wade through yeah. gangs, wade through an entire police station, you know, and yeah. all of a sudden Rosie Perez, fifty five years old, whatever, is you know all of a sudden she can hold her own, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Why why isn't why didn't Harlequin just kick her ass? Yeah. Like, like, come on! It just it to me. To me, it was a little unbelievable, you know. And even later on, Rosie Perez is just you know pretty much beating the hell out of everybody. Oh, the end scene where like they're fighting I'm the like, whole. I'm like, no way! I'm like, they're fighting his whole mob. Yeah. You know, maybe not. I mean, I I think they I think they should have gotten someone a little younger to play that part. It would it would have looked more realistic. I was just like, I'm like, sorry, Rosie, you are you know, you know, you know what? You know, or she played more of like a like a a supporting. Role in those fights and well, not like, so much directly in the action. Yeah, like she's because, like the heavy hitter. Like, are you because she's me? going up again. I mean, you know, you're fighting with Harley Quinn, who's 
She's not meta, but she's she's highly skilled. Yeah. Uh, Black Canary, who, who is a meta, because of her her Canary Cry, and she can she knows martial arts very well. Yeah. And then you had uh, Huntress, uh, Helena who's Bernelli, been, who's, who's also been, been heavily been, trained, heavily trained her entire life to do all sorts of crazy stuff, like which just basically to kill, to yeah. assassinate. Yeah. And much yeah. more so than anybody who's been trained in the police academy. You know what I'm saying? Like right. she's you know she's almost like like ninja. Type, you know, style training. Yeah. And even like Cassandra Kane, like I don't remember if she f- was fighting in the end scene or not, but. Um, well, she's just like this, you know, young, the, uh, young chubby. In the comic, <laughs> in the, but in the comic, though, she, she, plays, she plays. She plays a version of Batgirl for a while. Really? Yeah. So it's it was interesting how she was depicted here, um, you know, as a, as, a, as a pickpocket. Yeah. And then kind of just happens to steal this giant diamond. That on it has uh, it's like laser engraved. Um, I think it's like bank accounts or like the you know, all like, sorts of inf- it, it just information, valuable information, information on uh, this one this one crime family. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Is it the Bertinelli crime family? It's oh, this, I, I forget which crime family it was they were talking about. But uh, so essentially, what ends up happening is that Harley Quinn befriends this girl, and then sees her get into trouble. And finds out that the hit is on her. But doesn't doesn't Cassandra Kane know someone in Birds of Prey already? Isn't she like the the neighbor of some, one of them? With um, Black Canary. Black Canary. Okay. Yeah. So Harley Quinn goes to the. Uh, she ends up going to the police station, which I thought was one of the better scenes in the film, because basically Harley Quinn goes in and just starts taking out all these cops in and, the police and all sorts of in like manic fashion too she's right. got all these like things she's got she's like these like shotguns but it's like uh beanbag yeah shots yeah, at yeah. them you she's know like it's wacky. not it's not actually i mean she's not killing the officers right right but like she's hitting them with she is incapacitated yeah like yeah. these these high uh uh high speed beanbag shooters that she's got which was, it was yeah, actually I, kind of funny yeah, i mean to me it really is like uh this movie was really like um comic book type fluff yes. type movie it was very manic in a way um um i found that the the, the big fight at the end i thought was a little goofy yeah it was a little bit i actually laughed at a couple things like i laughed it reminded when, like, me of like a, an episode of the 60s batman show almost, <laughs> almost in its look you're waiting for like the pal to like yeah like that, that see that actually would have been really funny at some point not all the time but like once somebody would have went but and just went and they would have the word would have come up <laughs> like that 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 would then it would then it all would have made sense i'm like okay I, you know <laughs> That would have been funny. No, I think there was a lot of tongue-in-cheek in this, especially because Harley Quinn was narrating parts yeah. of the film. I mean, it was meant to be that type of movie. I think so, too. You know, they were going for, you know, a, but even if a you saw like type of light film. Even if you saw uh, Ewan McGregor, and when he's, when he's Black Mask, there's scenes where he's, like, completely manic. Yeah, and he's actually really freaking evil. And he's, yeah. Like, I mean, he's, he just, you know, he's... You know, what is he doing? He's cutting, he's cutting, cutting people's faces, faces off. Yeah. Well, he I'm wasn't. Like, Zaz was doing it. But he that. was getting someone to do it. That was like but, the whole thing. Yeah. Like, well, like, he like, basically right. just like, I'm like that's a little, that's a little morbid and violent. Yeah, all because like, you know, they wouldn't, they wouldn't do what he wanted. 
so he just ended up taking them out. Yeah. But I think they established, you know, they were trying to establish really early on, like, this is not someone you mess with. Like, he's, you know, Black Mask is involved, and he's telling you to do something, you better do it, or you're not going to be around. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I kind of, I, you know, I, I liked uh, Ewan McGregor a lot in this. I thought every scene he was in, he, he gave... He gave a great scene. There was always like a line or something that he said. He he, he approached that role with a lot of gusto. Yeah, you know, like like you know he he was like you know what I'm gonna. He, I think he embraced it and just went with it. Absolutely, and that's okay. Like that's that's kind of what you want. And but and I thought it was like it was so well done. I, I mean for me, Harley uh, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn and Ian McGregor as Black Mask, th those were the reasons I wanted to go see this movie. And I was not disappointed with their uh, with their performances. Oh, see, I really was. See, and that's funny because I had no idea Ewan McGregor was in the movie, mm -hmm. and I had no idea who the bad guy was. And even after you told me Black Mask, Black Black Mask, that's a name I've heard of, only because you know Black Mask Overstreet Overstreet Price Guide first appearance of Black Mask was like yeah, going up the last couple of years, yeah. and I was like, okay, whoever the hell that is, you know. But yeah, like I had no idea what type of character that was. So I'm assuming that the character as portrayed in the, in the movie is kind of along the lines of what he is in the comic. Yeah, I think it's I think it's very similar in the comic. I think um, he I think he was a character introduced in, in either in the seventies or the early eighties, I think. And the mask was great. The mask was it really seemed like a nice, like comic, you know, accurate mask. I, I really liked what they did with that. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't know how... Because you get like one shot of it, I think, in one of the trailers. They hit it really well. Mm -hmm. But I think there was one trailer towards the end that uh, I think finally gave you a look at the black mask. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, I was like, oh, wow. I said, that, that looks like the comic book. Yeah. And I don't know how well the movie did in the box office. I think it did okay. I think it was I think it had a disappointing probably did. opening weekend. I think it probably did less than they anticipated. Yeah, I think that doesn't mean it did bad. I think the opening week because you got to remember there wasn't a ton of special effects, so like it the the opening weekend did not do well. But I think the subsequent weekends it didn't have a huge drop. Mm -hmm. Which was good, yeah. so it wasn't dropping like fifty percent of its box right. office. And I and I, I always take that information that they they mentioned with the grand assault because you know like when you know they come out and say you know the new Batman movie was supposed to make two hundred million in the first week and it only made one seventy five. It was a disappointment. It's like you know like that like that's bullshit. Right. Well, who, <laughs> but who's like one hundred seventy five million is not a disappointment. It's just you just thought it was going to make more. And you know what, you were wrong, and that's where it goes. But a lot of times you're also seeing like fans talking about it being a disappointment. Yeah. I mean, you're not seeing. Listen, if people from the studio come out and say it officially, oh yeah, this was a box. They're just count, they're us. just they're just looking at the money. They're not looking at anything. Right. So anything else? I mean, I, I don't know how much this this movie will probably be. I'm going to say it's probably going to be the uh, lowest on the. Rich box office return. Oh yeah. Out of all, I mean, out of the out of the current DC film you know, slate, if you're talking about starting, to make anything like you know, like like the next Wonder Woman movie to come out, yeah, it's gonna blow this out of the water, and and of course yeah. it is. So that yeah. I mean, I think you know when you're talking about the lowest, whatever the lowest one is, the lowest one actually probably Shazam. I don't. I think I don't even think that these numbers will reach Shazam's numbers. To be quite honest. Yeah. But. But I think, like I said, I don't know that I don't know that their budget was so astronomical. And I not. think that's I think and see that was the smart thing that they even did with Shazam is that Shazam was a smaller budgeted superhero film, 
and they blew it out of the water. Where with this film, I think the same thing. I don't think it was a huge budget that they had. Uh, and I think that's what they were kind of banking on, that they were going to make some money in the long run mm -hmm. with this. They weren't looking to, you know, they weren't going to get the home run the opening weekend, but they, they're looking for it to have some legs. Uh, you know, Wonder Woman 2 coming out, Wonder Woman 1984 coming out in, uh, I think, June. They're, yeah, that I'm looking forward they're, to. That, they're looking, you know, they're looking to hit a home run that opening weekend. You know, they want to hit that yeah. 125, 130 right. million mark for that for that opening weekend. So I, I think I think what the studios uh, haven't really figured out yet is like one of the one of the best ways to make money, and one of the best way at, you know at the end of the day how much you know. One of the ways to make money is to not spend so much freaking money on yeah. your movie. It's just tell a good story. You know exactly. You know you tell can tell a good story. You know, you, you know you can throw all this money at these movies and sometimes that's going to work and sometimes it's going to be an abysmal failure. Yeah. But if you throw not nearly as much money and just, you know, try and do a, you know, you don't have to spend 150 million dollars on a movie to make a good movie. You know what I'm saying? Like Right. You know, you can... And, they, and, they, and, and with this, I don't think they did. I, yeah. I mean, look look at Joker. I, well, I was just about to say, that was probably one of the best examples because they didn't spend hardly anything on that film. Yeah, and, and look how much money it made. That made over a billion, I think. It's the ridiculous. Office, right? right. And, and it's like, you couldn't get more low budget for a comic book movie. Right. Than that. And I can tell you right now, I, I mean, so many practical effects. All of the, the, the money people, because they, they were having a hard time getting budget for that movie because it was so unconventional. And it's like, you know, all the money people were just sitting there going like, wow, that worked. I don't know how it worked or why, but it right. did, and I'm happy. You're going to start to see copycats, that's they for have, sure. They have no idea. The, the All the people up top are just, they're thankful that it worked. Yeah. <laughs> but what it was, was what would you get? You got an amazing actor for the lead. Yeah. You had a pretty good story. You kept a, you kept a very low budget. Right then and there, that's going to give you at least your money back plus a little bit extra. Yeah. Okay. Now you ended up making a great film. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you blow all the predictions out of the water. Yeah. And this thing had legs for weeks. Yeah. And, you know, and not for nothing, there's some people that, you know, want to go down... In, in in history, in film history, with, with a film, with a, with a good film to their name. You know, a film that's going to be remembered. You know, like, people that, film that a film that people are going to be talking about for 20s, like, you're, you're a part of, you know, the, yeah. the, the art, the artistry of film, you know, and the history of film. Yep. You know, so, I, so I think that I, speaks to a lot. I, I, li I like what DC's been doing So if Birds, recently. in my opinion, if Birds of Prey made double its money, it did its job. I don't know. I honestly don't know at this point in time what it is. I would actually have to go and look that up. Yeah. But uh, I think, regardless, I still thought it was a it was a decent film. This was definitely more. They they definitely went more comic book. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought this had a little bit more fun than normal. Um, yeah, not so. Yeah, not totally not a serious movie, and that meant to be. I mean, no. it was totally not. Meant but it was cool that they had like the hyena in it. Oh, you I know, forgot about the hyena. No, they had the hyena. So I mean, Harley Quinn's been known oh, to have yeah. hyenas. Yeah, so we were talking about the hyena, and we were. I remember we, that. I completely forgot about the we hyena. We had a discussion. And I'm just sitting. I'm like, I'm like, you know, you know, wait, you that's 
They it's not, it's not a real hyena because yeah. hyenas are not trainable. You know, you, freaking you, you know they had, but you could tell they had a real animal there. Like yeah. that wasn't CG. You was, had it, an was it complete CG? And right. it turns out that no, we figured, no, we figured it was, out uh, it, was a, it was some type of canine. Was a German Shepherd. It was a German Shepherd. It was a German like Shepherd with like, and it had uh, some I think, C- visuals. Of it had a visual over. effects on top so of it. So they kind of... Right, so they, they, made they it had a, they had a dog doing it, and they kind of yeah they had a, they put a CG hyena, like a hyena on top of yeah. it, which obviously which, which I'm okay with that because but it, it also worked because it looked like a hyena yeah yeah like, it's yeah. not like you could tell oh that, that's a dog no it did look like a hyena and the the special effects of like the laughing part mm-hmm. I thought that was really clever no, it, it wasn't that they did that. as I can tell you right now that that movie that's coming out now called the wild call of the wild yes oh yeah with Harrison Ford yeah I think. The dog in that movie is 100% CG. I believe it is. And to me, it doesn't look real. And it, and I... And I well, if it doesn't look real, you're not going to be invested in it. What's that? You're not going to be invested? If, yeah, if it's not exactly. real and you don't believe it, you're not going to yeah, be invested. Yeah, I'm not... I saw the preview for that movie and I'm just like, I have no desire to see this movie. It just looks like a whole CG, CG fest from the beginning yeah. end. And I'm like, that's nothing. No, but but overall, like the the film was fun. There's a great yeah. fight sequence at the end where all the girls finally get together. And at first, they actually start fighting one another until um, the very until Black Masks. And they're like, like a, they're in like this giant wacky funhouse. Yeah, that apparently they're like a Joker funhouse. Yeah, although it's I guess I don't know been abandoned for years. All yeah. the colors are very strikingly brilliant. You know, yeah, you yeah. Know, all the purples are very purple, <laughs> and all the greens are very green. Like you definitely tell, like this was like Joker's like. High it level. literally looks like a, like a fight scene from from a sixties Batman. Show. Yeah, it really does. But what's funny, like at one point in time, Harley Quinn gives Black Canary uh, a hair tie. It's like her hair is like Black Canary's hair is like all over the place, uh, and like and Harley just goes, "Here's what do you need one of these?" Yeah, and, yeah, know, and that's. I'm okay. Like that. That's funny. But it's funny because yeah. guess what? Like, that's that's a girl knowing another right, girl. Right. It's like guys never have to worry about that. But like right. the girls, will, hey, you know what? You don't want your hair in your face when you're fighting. Like right. here, take this. Right. This is a movie that doesn't take itself too seriously, and and I and I think that was the whole point. That was the, yeah. they knew that that was the movie they were making. They knew it going forward. Yep. And not for nothing. I think we knew that going into it. I think I, but I, I so I didn't sit there and say, "What the hell?" You know, I was expecting it to be, you know, very. We're not expecting it to be a Joker film, right? Exactly. Like, to me, like I, I appreciated what they, what they put that, like that they, that they knew. Let's have fun with this. Yeah, uh, I, I enjoyed that too. You know, oddly enough, um, it's funny that you mentioned that. Um, maybe did they purposely not put the Joker in this film at all? They purposefully didn't to, do it, because, I think, because, because they didn't know what's going on with Leto. Or be, oh, because of the other Joker movie. No, I don't think because of that, because that Joker film takes place in its own universe. No, just in terms of, like, you know, brand confusion. Like, like uh, you know, uh, people are stupid. I mean, Jared Leto only came, I mean, the Suicide Squad only came out a couple years ago. And, Joker's, and Joker came out last year. I think they were, what, two, yeah. years, two years apart, maybe? So I don't know about that. But to me, it, it was more or less that they... Uh, Leto's a, a question mark with him coming back. Gotcha. And that's a shame too because I really like this Joker. I, I would like to see him get another shot at being Joker. I yeah. felt that, uh, you know, actually, you know, reading up on what happened with Suicide Squad, there was a, a lot of uh, intervention by the studio. The first one? Yes. Because that was directed by, uh, was it David? David Ayers, Ayers. 
So uh, his he is he's been saying like the movie that he wanted he filmed, but the final cut was really more of a studio cut uh, than his cut. That's annoying. And he you know it's it is very frustrating because he talks about like certain scenes that aren't in the film and we're like. Why can't I see that? I have a feeling we're so, going to have like one of these, like you know, director's cuts at some point. I, w- I would like to see his his actual cut because I'm sure he would he gave us. Well, was there any plans for film. Suicide Squad two? Well, it's funny you should say that because James Gunn is wrapping up uh, Suicide Squad as we speak. They just wrapped a second film. Just called it's called The Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad and. James Gunn is bringing back just about the entire original cast. So to me, oh, okay, good. that means this is a continuation of the previous film. Yeah. Well, okay, and I would imagine that Birds of Prey is in between. Because Birds of Prey think. takes place after Suicide Squad. Yes. Yeah, it's got to. I mean... I don't know how you know how strict they're going to be to tie everything together because most people you know most of the movies you know they don't really they're not going to do that. But they, I don't think they have to address it as much. They can do it with like one yeah. line. Yeah, that's true. And, and kind of just, and just it could be, you know, it could be a throwaway line, and that's it. Yeah, and it's done. So when is that movie scheduled to come out? Twenty twenty one. I think next year. Twenty twenty one. Yeah, it's not. It's. I'm pretty sure the only other DC film this year is Wonder Woman. Is Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, just to talk about that briefly, um, if you haven't seen. Preview trailers for Wonder Woman 1984. I think you got to go see it. It's literally like a mini movie. Um, it really is. Uh, in, on it, it's to me, it's one of the most enjoyable trailers to watch. It's like watching a little movie. Um, it's great. The only my only complaint is, is that they they give you nothing about Cheetah. It just they give her. I'm, give, I but you know what? Nothing. I'm okay with that. Yeah, you I mean, know she's in it. Yeah, That's, I'm okay. because they introduced they, they have to. They have the character. You see Chris and Wig. Yeah. Yes. And but I am one hundred percent okay with going into that movie not knowing what she looks like. Wow. Or we've only seen one trailer. There's been some yes. And the next trailer, I have a feeling the next trailer they might give you like one quick shot. And you know what? Don't give me anything else because I don't want it. I want to experience that in the theater. Give me that then. Don't don't. Show it too much with her. This is uh, this is actually uh, pretty funny that you, what you're talking about right now. Uh, there's something that happened over the weekend. Um, I was watching um, the grandkids had never seen the original Rocky before, so we watched we watched the movie, and you know they they liked it, even though it's um, you know very different from the other Rocky movies. Mm-hmm. I tried to explain to them. I said the the first Rocky is a, is actually a real movie. <laughs> you know, they, and they didn't know what I meant by that. You know, it's like to me, like like Joker is a real movie. It's not a, it's not the, it's Joker is a real movie. It's not a superhero genre, genre film that follows all these rules. It's, it's, it's a real movie. Right. Um, so, uh, busted out my Rocky DVD, which had never been opened before. I probably had it for twenty years, and it's got tons of extras. So they're like, "You're gonna go through the extras?" I'm like, "I'm gonna go through all of them." Like, why? They're like, "What? Is, what are the extras?" Um, you know, audio commentary. Like you're gonna, they're like, wait, you're gonna watch the movie again with audio commentary? Somebody talking? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Luckily, there's only one audio commentary. <laughs> so I've, I've had some discs with two or three. I had to watch the movie four times before I could say I'm done with the disc. So anyhow, my point was is 
they had all the Rocky trailers. Oh, on it? Yeah. So we watched the official trailer, you know, movie right. trailer for Rocky. I mean, and it's so different than the other Well, they're, they're, they're sitting there going, like, I can't believe how much that's showing in the movie. They're showing you, like, they're, like, ruining the movie for you. You know, it's like, you know, there's, you know, there's literally, you know, they got part, they got this, they show the part where, like, Rocky, you know, knocks down Apollo Creed for the first time. Like, you've taken away that moment because he's in the trailer. Yeah. They actually have the end of the fight in Rocky. In the trailer, like where, like you know, like everybody's storming, everybody's storming into the into the, uh, and it's just like. But can, can you tell from that who won the match? No, but it's like, like, like it just it's it's giving away like these really great things at the yeah. end, you know. And it's like, I, I hate that. Like you know, like I, and I told him, I said, you know, trailers were very different back in the day. There were some trailers for movies in the sixties and seventies where it really gives away a lot of the film, and I'm like, it's maddening. You know, and then, and but even today, then you watch trailers today, and you'll sit there and say, "Jesus, just tell me the whole freaking movie." Well, you know, like a five-minute trailer, and it and I'm it goes, it. it tells you everything. And you're like, "You kidding me?" No, I, I, to me, I think trailers should be no more than two minutes long. That yeah. should be the definition of a trailer. Nowadays, yeah. you're getting trailers at two, two and a half, three, three and a half minute long. Trailers. And if your trailer has all has the best, like I think the best one of the things that uh, the uh, the Planet of the Apes remake, the trailer I think literally had. All the best parts of that movie. Wait, the Mark Wahlberg one? No, the one after that. The, uh, um, oh gosh. The one with James Franco? Yes. Yeah, no. that, that, that was, and that was, because the Mark Wahlberg. Rise of the yeah, Planet the Mark, Mark Wahlberg was, was so bad, it was a one-up, they never did any more with that. But the other one, like, they, they actually did, like, two they did three, three films. Yeah, they did three films. But, like, I remember watching that trailer, and it was, it was great. I was like, Wow. I was like, I can't wait to see what else is in the movie. And it turns out that was it. That was the movie. That was it. Yeah. So this, so watching the Wonder Woman trailer is like, you know, like, I can see what you're saying. Like, you know what? Don't give away too much. Don't. You know, don't ruin the movie. You well, know? because, like, you know what? Like, my expectations for this film are a little bit higher because the first film, I really enjoyed that yeah. film. And I think before this movie comes out, we'll probably do a retro review of the first Wonder Woman movie. Okay. So we can, uh, you know, share our thoughts on that. But... To me, I'm like, I, I, I have such high hopes for this film. After seeing the trailer, it's like, I, I don't want to go in too much. And this is one of those things where, like, you know what? I might just avoid watching the trailers altogether just yeah. so that I don't get anything ruined for me. Um, yeah. Because now, you know, with, with a popular film like this, they're going to they have toys. They have, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Funko Pops, all this stuff. So those images get put onto those Characters yeah, yeah, and you yeah, and you and all yeah. this marketing stuff gets put out there before you even get a chance yeah. to see a trailer or even the film, so things can get ruined. Well, just think about this: the original Star Wars comic book from Marvel came, it came out, out before, before the movie was released. Yeah, I think it was like a, like four, three or four weeks before yeah. the movie came out. <laughs> Go figure. I know. So it's like you know, think about that for a second. It kind of like can, it can kind of blow your mind a little bit. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm really. That's probably the next film that I'm really excited to see. And that's June. June. Yeah. I mean, the next big ones that are probably coming out for, for me is uh, Quiet Place Part 2. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, coming yeah. out later this mm -hmm. month. I don't know what's coming out in April, but I know May's Black Widow. Oh, okay. Black Widow. Black Widow's in. And then, yeah, and I'm waiting for June. Oh, and June. Well, June, 
June has uh, Wonder Woman, and I gotta find out what Ghostbusters is. Because Ghostbusters is either June or July. Sequel to the women? No, sequel to Ghostbusters 2. Sequel to the original yeah. franchise. Yeah, original franchise. Oh, with the kids! Yeah. Oh, with the kids, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. That's like Egon's grandkids. Okay, I'm okay with that. That, yeah. that look. Oh, yeah. That to me looks. The pre, I saw the run through the preview for that. That preview already looks ten times better than the than the than the other Ghostbusters movie that yeah. came out. Because I did not like the the Ghostbusters movie that came out with the women. I, don't know, I thought that movie was. Maybe weird. we can talk about that too before we saw that one. But yeah, but no. Uh, so I'm listen back to. Well, I know you're gonna see the new Ghostbusters. Oh movie. yeah, yeah. I mean, but I, definitely. You, you can count me, so count me so that so if so that means I'm gonna see it. Absolutely. So, yeah. Okay. Um. So listen back to to Birds of Prey and Harley Quinn. Uh, I think one of the downfalls of this film actually is the title. I think the title's way too long. Say uh, it again. It's Birds, of, Birds prey. of Prey. The um, the fantabulous emancipation of, of one, one Harley Quinn. Quinn. I, I'm pretty sure that's the title. I think it's just purposely ridiculous and over the top because well, it's Harley Quinn. After the opening weekend, because it, they felt that it didn't make enough at the box office... Warner Brothers started issuing to all of the movie studios, or the movie theaters, to change the marquee and, and the papers to say Harley Quinn, uh, colon, and then Birds of Prey. Because they were trying to basically sell that this is a Harley Quinn film yeah. with the Birds of Prey in it. Um, just because I think what's happening was it was coming out as Birds of Prey, and Harley Quinn's and, all the way at the end. And Harley Quinn's all the way at the end, so they cut that all off because it's such a long title, well, so it's just Birds of Prey. Well, that's that's a complete marketing decision. And and to me, that was a complete Advertising. failure with how they, they did that. I mean, yeah. they, they should have just did that from the beginning. That Okay, that would have only worked if the movie was good enough to just, like, stand on its own yeah. and, and rock and kick butt and then people would and the people the people would have seen it anyway. Yeah. You know, but when you're think, like when you're trying to sell something that's, you know, maybe be a hard sell, then I think yeah. if it would have had better word of mouth, I think it probably it it probably could have done better at the at the opening box office at opening weekend. But I think it did have some legs for a little bit. I, I don't know what it's gonna finish up at. I don't know that they're gonna do another Birds of Prey movie. I don't know why they're... Well, Harley Quinn's going to be in the next Suicide Squad film. We well, there's that, always so, life for Harley Quinn. So she, she's going to be around. And yeah. I think, uh, you know, depending on... I think Margot Robbie can just jump around, as Harley Quinn can just jump around to wherever, wherever. I think it depends on... I honestly think a, birds, a second Birds of Prey film depends on how good this next Suicide Squad film does. Because Harley Quinn, like you said, if uh, Margot Robbie's like... All right, I'll you know we'll do another Suicide Squad film, but I want another Birds of Prey movie. Yeah. Or you know, like I want another Harley Quinn, so I could see her negotiating, pushing, negotiating to get yeah. her 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 film in there. Mm -hmm. um, which I mean, I hope they do because, like I said, I like some of those characters, and I would like to see them again on screen. I would like to see them do a little bit more. Uh, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But I guess I think with that, we're going to wrap this one I up. I think we're good. Yeah. I think my final star rating on Harlequin. Oh, sorry, Birds of Prey. I think it was like two, two and a half tops. No way near. Yeah, I can three. see that. And not, not even a solid two and a half, but maybe a little better than a two. Yeah, two, two and a half. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I, I don't think I can argue too much with that. I think you know I enjoyed it for what it was, and I, I think that's what I expected. I think I enjoyed the performances. I think I just would have really liked a little bit of a better story. Mm -hmm. um, 
very basic story, but but overall, I, I I'm telling you right now, the performances by Uma McGregor and uh, Margot Robbie both fantastic in their uh, when when they're on screen, fantastic. Yeah, I, I think Margot Robbie as Harley as Harley is is really like an iconic role. Like, oh, you know, it just it really is. It, it, it I hope just, she keeps it's, playing it's her. It's memorable. You know, it yeah. stands out. It's memorable. It's something. You know, I think it's something you're always going to remember. You know, I, just I mean, she really had the best lines with Suicide. I hope she plays the role for a few more years to come. Like, I want to see her in a, a few more times in the in character because I think she's fantastic. That was another thing that was annoying with all the Suicide Squad Suicide Squad trailers is that there were actually so many trailers and they kept they kept putting in more. You know, each trailer had different. Oh, you could piece Harlequin, Harlequin like one liners. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like nine out of every ten great Harlequin lines in the movie were in, in one of the trailers. And yeah. it's like, like you know, if and if you were religious watching all the trailers, which was easy to do, yeah. because like you know, when you saw one trailer, the trailers were great. You were like, oh, there's another one. Little did you know, you were getting all of Harlequin's best lines too, too in many. advance. Way too many. Yeah, too bad. But all right, guys. All right. With that, we're going to sign off. We will talk to you guys soon, all right? Yep. Stay tuned for more See reviews. See you next time for Eggs uh, uh, 33. Episode 33 will be Episode next. Episode 33. All right. Take care, everyone. Take care.